Hey, who is ready for a bomb-ass episode of Do The Damn Thing Radio? I know I am, and in this episode, you guys, we brought the heat. In this episode, I bring to you my besties, my online girlfriends, my sisters from another mista, Mrs. Alexandra Audrey and Alexandra Noel join me to discuss everything that's going on with the world right now and how we're noticing this massive shift when it comes to people's opinions of the online space, um, especially when it comes to working online and creating an income online. So in this episode, you guys, AAA, so me and the Alexes, we dive in to how we feel about the situation we're in right now. And we give you a little bit of insight as to what the online space is all about and how, you know, it's not this linear thing. It is a roller coaster and you go through the ups and downs and waves of emotion and all of these incredible aha moments that you go through from when you first start out online to where you end up and how you become successful. So we dive into all of these things, you guys. We talk about different ways that you can get into the online space where it's not just about, you know, signing up with a company and doing the MLM thing or the network marketing thing. There are so many great places where you can take your natural God-given talents and apply those to working online. So you guys, I can't wait to dive into this episode. Let's not waste any more time. I hope you guys enjoy it. And if you do, make sure that you tag us in your Instagram stories and let us know how much you enjoyed it because, hey, I will get back to you and share the love. So without further ado, let's dive in. No more excuses, Susan. Our motto is do the damn thing. I'm Ashley McKenna, CEO and founder of Enriched Life by Design, creator of the MYDB community, and your host of Do the Damn Thing Radio, a podcast dedicated to inspire you to take action and make shit happen. From my own personal experience and the experiences of others, each episode will empower you to step out of your comfort zone, stop making excuses, and provide a fresh perspective so that you start getting what you want in this life. Whether it's getting fit, eating clean, leveling up in your business, or becoming well-rounded in every aspect of your life, I will provide you with an opportunity and actionable steps to create healthy, sustainable habits that will get you massive results and create an even greater impact. It's time to become more effective. Are you ready? Let's do the damn thing. Hey, ladies. How are you guys today? Good. How are you? Thanks for having us on. Of course. Thank you. Very I'm, good. <laughs> I'm super pumped to have you on. So um, for those of you that are listening, Alex and Alex are here with me today. They have both been on my show uh, before where we talked about all things business. Alex Halton and I, we dove into our history together. She's my sister-in-law, as those of you might know. Um, but we are all online besties. We have come together. We work together. We build together. We are the dream team. <laughs> I'd say triple A. Triple A. We're here to help. <laughs> I love it. So today, you guys, we want to dive in a little bit and just talk about what's going on in the world right now and how our perception of the online space has changed a lot. And if our perception has changed, I think that the entire world's perception has changed. I mean, how many times have we been called scam artists and we're just ripping people off and, you know, 
it's honestly that used to be like the biggest struggle is is I would get comments I used you actually used to get me down actually especially in the beginning of my journey where people would be like oh you're just a scammer and you're just trying to steal our money and wow the tables have turned (laughs) yeah yeah though and a big thing for me too was explaining what I do to my family and friends and them actually taking it seriously like even even still like some of my family and I mean, people that just don't, that didn't understand the capabilities. I was there. I was one of them. I didn't think that you could earn money online and it was actually legitimate. So I was there. I get that there's so many questions and just, um, there's not enough education. People don't, they're just, they see something, they think it's a scam. Like, okay, anything online is a scam. It's just like a blanket over anything online until I learned Then I realized, but even explaining to like friends and family, it's like, what do you actually do? Like, are you actually making money from your computer at home? Like, I don't think so. So it's nice now. It's like people are realizing, wow, I can actually take my offline business and I can do things online and still earn from my home. Well, and not only that, but it's becoming something that's more secure with everything that's happening in the world right now. You know, I'm currently like I, I'm noticing a shift in like renting houses. So before I felt like I needed to mask what I did because yeah. people would hear, oh, I work online and they were immediately like, oh, that's not legitimate. That's not stable. And uh, I'm recently renting a new place now. And when I told him that I work online, he's like, oh, so your job is secure. So there's <laughs> absolutely a shift happening right now where people are realizing how amazing it is what an opportunity we have to be working at home and for the people who've built that already that's like such a secure place to be right now absolutely and like for me like i still have a job like a nine to five um right now though it's you know touch and go i only go in maybe once twice a week if that for a couple of hours um and it's emergency cases only it's only people that we're seeing who are like in severe pain that we need to see right away so for me, especially, I'm like, this is awesome because I'm still working. I'm still functioning. Like, I don't feel like my life has changed that much besides when I actually step out and leave my home and have to go to like a grocery store. That's when I really go, wow, things are weird right now. (laughs) (laughs) And just a side note, anyone else feel like when you go to the grocery store, you're going to get in trouble? Yes. (laughs) You step outside of the line. (laughs) I am super grateful that my fiance has been doing, cause he's home from work. So he's home full time. He's yeah. on, um, on EI right now. We got him on EI and he's doing all the grocery shopping for me. So I haven't, that's one part that I haven't, because we're having one person leave the home versus both of us going out and potentially contaminating our house. Yes. Um, so he is going out, we're doing the whole Lysol wipe thing. Like just make sure that we're being safe. Cause you never know. Um, but I haven't seen it. I've only heard and, and hear what he, and it's even talking to him if he has to call me and check if they're out of something, it's very high stress, super high stress to even be in there. Cause it's like, you're like dodging people and not everybody is taking it seriously and protecting others around them. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I know there's some people that if they believe it, if they don't, at the end of the day, we still need to protect each other because you don't know who is high risk. Yeah. Maybe that's someone that you're just casually walking by and you cough. Maybe you have it and you don't know. So, um, yeah, it's a definitely interesting time. So I'm grateful to have him do my grocery shopping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the most part, um, because Chris is 
job is still an essential service. So he's been out and about more so than I have. So generally he's the one that will take the bullet as it were and the groceries and stuff because I'm not going out as much and I'm the one that's home with the kids anyways. So Mm -hmm. just to keep it contained as much as we possibly can. Yeah, he's totally. And I, I wanted to say too, bringing it back to, um, like with the online businesses, I think like when I started in the online space at the end of 2017, it was like, we were telling people, Hey guys, like learn a skill, learn how to do something online. And, and that's what, like, I was telling people and telling my friends and stuff like that. And people that I talked to online, when I started with, um, affiliate marketing, like things are moving online, like figure out some way to, to, to master these skills. Cause you will benefit from it. And if you don't get online, you're going to get left behind. Yeah. And not saying like told you so or anything like that, but it's a very interesting times now that those, some of those people that are like, no, 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 100%. I don't want to do anything online, super against it. I don't believe in doing anything with like trusting the internet or anything like that. In, and now those people are like, crap, I really should have learned these skills. Cause I think now with people, so many so many businesses being shutting de- shut down, small businesses, everyone's like, okay, how can I adapt and take my business online? Yeah. When if you took the time, like when things were coming out and surfacing, like learn new skill sets, like educate yourself because there's, there's always a return on investment in educating ourselves Absolutely. and learning new skill sets. Well, at the same time, like to pivot that, like <laughs> instead of waiting for crisis to happen, mm. No, like be adaptable before the shit happens. Yeah. For me, this was like such a big eye opener because, and and it's just really solidified my belief and continually challenging myself and, and asking those questions before crisis happens, because Mm -hmm. there will be another crisis. You guys, this is not going to be our, our last thing that we go through in in our generation. It's going to continue. And these are lessons that we get to teach our kids. Like be adaptable, but before things happen, like it's good to be adaptable right now. So crisis is happening now. Okay. Now is the time to be adaptable hundred yeah. percent, but don't just stop there when this crisis, you know, when the peak, you know, lowers and we flatten the curve and all of the things and life may go back to a, you know, a point of normalcy. Continue to ask those questions, continue to like dive into different, different things. Don't just become complacent. Yeah. Don't just become like, okay, I'm chill now. It's fine. The world is at, you know, as where it should be because things are never certain. And honestly, if the only thing you get out of it is growth, I'm sorry, but the growth um, that I went through um, has not only given me an income online, so st- stability, it has also given me um, way better. I am way able to manage my stress and, and my anxiety through a moment of crisis. Mm-hmm. Before, if I didn't have any of the tools that I just recently ha- uh, gained over the last couple of years, I would be freaking the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I totally I agree. Think with this that. is a really great segue for us to talk about those skill sets and the fact that, like, you know, two years ago when I first came into the online space, MLM was the only term I really understood when it came to online. Like, I didn't know what direct sales was. I didn't know digital marketing. Um, I didn't really understand any of that. It was like MLM network marketing. That was about all I knew. Um, but there are so many other options out there, especially if you were, you know, a bit of a tech whiz or a computer nerd or whatever, there's so many options to working online. You don't have to be the face 
necessarily. Like, yes, I have my own company, Enriched Life Coaching. Yes, I am the face of that company. Yes, I do pretty much all of, all of the work. However, if you don't want to be the face of a company, if you don't want to build a brand, if that's not your thing, there are options to work for people who have their own business or they have their own brand where you can be paid by that person to do all of these amazing things. So I think it's really good for us to talk about the different skill sets and you girls especially have some really amazing points on this, just given what you've all gone through in the last couple of years. So um, I don't know which Alex wants to go first, but let's talk about those skill sets and, and share that wealth with people so that they have a better understanding of what is available out there for them. Yeah. So I really dabbled into like a bunch of different places. Um, and one area that I really have been enjoying is being, you know, I, I love both sides. I love being the face of the, of the company, but I, and the brand. And I also love being behind the scenes. Um, it gives me a little bit more freedom in different areas and it allows me to hone in on different skill sets. Um, and, and like just dive into that aspect versus being the brand. Um, and so one of those is social media marketing. So, you know, creating content is one, um, there's graphic design, illustration, um, copywriting. There are so many different places that you can show up in the online space, um, just within social media. <laughs> like that is just one very, very small realm that you can, you can dive into and create an income and create not just an income, but like something that generates excitement and passion for yourself. Um, I've been, like I said, on both sides, being the brand and being behind the scenes. And I have found there's just different things about each that excite me, you know, diving into a place where I'm creating content for someone else. I've, I have like taken my skill set for copywriting, for design, um, for social media strategy from like a ground level to like way up here. And it's just been a really cool process for me to watch myself grow in this space. Like, I think that's one of my favorite things is just watching myself completely take ownership and, and, um, step into a space that at one point I had no idea what the heck I was doing. Mm -hmm. None, no idea. You guys, we all start from not knowing. Yeah. It's not like I was born, you know, as a, you know, a content creator. Like I, I had no idea what I was doing in this space when I started. So I honed in on the skill set, and I went from that ground level to way up here now. And I have this confidence. And I remember there was a few points where I like cried my eyes out. Both Alex and Ashley have heard those where I cried. Cause I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then to see where I am right now, it's like, yeah, you, you won't know what you're doing at some points. And that's yeah. okay. I think yeah. we like, we expect so much of ourselves to be like a hundred percent all the time, but that's not how the world works. That's not how skill sets are learned. And that's not how we become our best selves. We have to continually just step through the process of like making mistakes, let go of the expectation that you're never going to make mistakes because it's going to happen. Yeah. I sent the wrong email to like certain people that I probably shouldn't have and <laughs> in somebody else's post, but I've learned from it and I've adapted and I've continued and moved on. And because of that, my skill set has just like been become this rock solid thing that I can then lean on and create an income from, which is, it's really a really cool process. Yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely, yeah. Like you're not, you're not just like I tell the, the people that I work with because I'm a business and confidence coach, you're not born with confidence. Yes. There are certain traits that you can have, but it's a skill that you can develop just like anything else. Like we learn skill sets, just like riding a bike. Like you, you learn these skill sets, you get better at them over time. And, um, like I am an, uh, an outreach coordinator and with that, I am working for someone else. And I also have my own business. So just like Alex said, 
I'm the face of my own business and I'm also behind the scenes. And in that space, I get to utilize my skills, which I actually thought were negative of being super detail oriented and nitpicky and like grammar and spelling and those things like are my pet peeves. Please don't crucify me if you ever see me make a spelling error. Okay. Like maybe I'm tired sometimes. Okay. But those are like, I, I like details. I like charts. I like all those things. I like color coding. I like organization. And for a while I thought that that was a negative skill set until it was highlighted to me that like, Hey, you can actually use this monetize this skill that you already have that you already enjoy. I like the details and I'm actually getting paid for being detail oriented. Yeah. And, and it, I mean, when I started doing that and same thing, when I started my first online business, like, like I came from corporate, I didn't know any, I only used a computer for like work. I didn't know anything about computers, like not technical at all. I still don't really, but <laughs> I learned skills. I learned and I adapted and I grew with my first online business, um, going into coaching now being an outreach coordinator. And every time I learn a new skill, I had to, I, I even like a couple months ago, I had to stop and remind myself because yeah, I was crying. I was overwhelmed. I was like, what the heck am I doing? I have no idea what I'm doing. Why am I here? I am not the right person for this. Right. But I had to remind myself that, Hey, I started in corporate and I previous to that, I worked at my parents' pizza restaurant. I didn't know anything about finance, anything about the banking world. And I learned and I grew and I adapted. I learned skill sets and I became effing amazing at my job because I enjoyed it. And, and I, you get those, that confidence boost when you learn a new skill and you're like, wow, I know things like you have that light bulb day and it's like, oh my God, I get it cool. I understand now. And same thing when I went into insurance, I passed my exams to get my licenses. I ha I never took, I never went to post-secondary. When I went into taking those exams, I was like, you're going to fail. Why are you even doing this? You are not good enough for this. But I studied, I worked my effing ass off and I passed and I got my licenses. Same yeah. thing. I can, and I, and I can bring that confidence and that empowerment into learning new skills that help me in the online space. Like reflect back on your life and think about the points in your life where you made a decision and you showed up and you're like, wow, I just did that. Holy crap. You can apply those to now learning new skill sets to monetize and create an income for yourself. Yeah. Like that's what we have to. And I, I, through having that thought process is also because I do a lot of work on myself, a lot of personal development so that I can, I have the tools and the skills and the resources, like having support system, like you girls and, and other people that I connect with my fiance to have those tough conversations where it's like, I don't think I can do this. And I, I feel these feelings coming up and these thoughts coming up and I need to address it because I'm a boss ass bitch and I'm going to show the F up and I am going to do this. Because yeah. those times are going to happen every level that you try to step into where if you're like, how can I create a business online? That's going to be a new level that you have to step into. So you 100% are going to have those days where you are second guessing every decision you have ever made. <laughs> and like, why am I here? Your yeah. brain will always want to take the path, path of least resistance. So you're going to talk yourself out of it. So it does take a lot of personal development. You have to commit to yourself to do that and have the resources and the tools that I know when that, that, that ego is coming up, I'm, my brain's trying to keep me safe by 
actually having a negative effect and wanting me to step back into my old programming and uh, just curl up on a ball in a ball on the couch and cry and watch sad movies and eat ice cream and just like <laughs> forget about all right, my responsibilities in life because that's the path of least resistance. Yeah, totally. And I'm really glad that you touched on that because like we all feel that way when we start something new and that self doubt, it is a bitch. She creeps right in there and your subconscious is like, what are you doing? You can't do that. Why do you think you can do that? You've never done this before. There's no file for that. We don't know how to do that. What the fuck? Right. And you're like, yeah, okay, you're right. Or you do like what we did. You cry for a minute and you wake up and you're like, okay, I got this. But it's funny because as an entrepreneur and something that we learn in this space is that to constantly grow, to constantly learn. And if you want to hit that level of success, you have to do those things. You have to put in that work. And what's really funny is that you do the work, you hit that level of success, whatever that level might look like to you, that very first level. And you're like, yeah, but then you get comfy. But then you're like, oh, I got to learn something else now. Right. I want to hit it to the next level. You know, like I signed two clients this month. Well, now I want to sign six clients next month. Right. And you realize that every single time you do that, you're just stepping out of your comfort zone. You're taking it up a level and you're getting uncomfortably comfortable in knowing that. Yeah. Right? I want to touch on that too. Cause like, I think people have this idea in their mind that they have to go all in. Like it has to be big. Like the first time around my dudes, I started by making an Instagram story. I was terrified to get on video. <laughs> I was like so terrified. I was in my head about it. And the first Instagram story that I'm pretty sure I ever did ever that was of me talking, I went on a tangent, didn't make sense or anything. And I had somebody who criticized me. And I actually didn't get on my stories for probably like, I think almost two weeks. And then finally I was like, you know what, whatever, I'm just going to get back into it. And it was that choice to continue to move forward. It's something that was so small. It's just one Instagram story. But if I wouldn't have stepped out of that, like, oh, well, I got judged and now I'm not going to ever do it again. If I wouldn't have stepped out of that and stepped into, no, I'm going to continue to learn. I never would be here. I am now running social media and creating strategies for some really high level people. So that never would have happened if I wouldn't have started small. So whatever you're doing, even if, if it's, if it's a big deal to you to show up in that space, own that. That's a big deal. That Instagram story, that one post, that bearing it all for everybody, that is going to take you somewhere. And if somebody judges you, hell to them. That's, they're not going to, their judgment and their opinions aren't going to take you from A to Z. <laughs> it's yeah. you. Yes. I know. Other people's opinions do not pay our bills. <laughs> no. And they don't, they, they're none of your business. Ooh, who cares? <laughs> Honestly. And furthermore, for anybody that understands an algorithm, a comment is a comment and it boosts your algorithm guys. Take it from me. Two years ago, there's no way I would have done a go live. Like the one that I did last week, which if none of you have seen that, it's hilarious. Oh, um, good. <laughs> So I went on a tangent, I went on a little bit of a rant. I truly believe that when you have that passion, that spark, that is when you should go live. Um, because that's when you're feeling it. You're in that emotion and people will feed off of that. They feed off of emotion, right? So something had happened. It sparked this idea inside of me and I like went live right away. I, I literally said to my husband, I'm like, you need to like leave because I'm going live, like get out of the house, go away. <laughs> and I went live right away. And that post is almost at 5,000 views. 
like 180 comments or something like it was, it blew up overnight. I had over 2000 views overnight in less than 24 hours. It just exploded. Did I get some rude ass people coming on there and saying some not so nice things about it? Sure I did. But you know what? I thanked them. I thanked them because they boosted my algorithm. <laughs> Red going. When the haters go, I'm just like, yes, let's carry on this conversation. Please help me here. <laughs> And what's really cool about when you're in an online community as tight as the one that I'm in is that you get people backing you up. Like people were defending me and they were like, oh, it was awesome. And there was like these huge threads through the comments. And, you know, it's just goes to show you that like, no matter what, you do have a gift and you should share that. And when you do, and when you feel passionate about something as passionate as, as I was in that video, people notice. And they take notice to that and it helps your business in so many ways. So I just think it's really important that, you know, you realize just because you go on video one time and it's kind of bombs, you are going to get better at it. You think that Michael Jordan picked up a basketball and he killed it his first year? No, he didn't even make his team in high school. And now look at him, right? He's a legend. Really cool to see the evolution of people, and I, I think people like look at people like Michael Jordan, and you know, e even some sometimes me in the online space, and they're like, oh, I could never do that. Yeah, and I was I was exactly in the same circumstance that you are. I was given the exact same tools. Yeah, it's a matter of picking the damn tools up. I think sometimes we we either don't even know that the tools exist because we're not willing to dive into personal development, but we all have those same tools. They might look a little different. They might feel a little different in our hands, but they're all there. It's just a matter of uncovering them and figuring out how to use them. Mm -hmm. um, that's going to benefit ourselves. And, and most people are too scared to do that. Personal development is what will get you places. Yes. Yeah. We all have, we all are born with something we can do that we can leverage mm -hmm. um, and that gets us excited, but it's the personal development that's going to allow us to step into this space because it's all new, you guys. Like, everything is new. Just like Ashley said, Michael Jordan wasn't born a basketball player. He just trained himself to show up for something that he loved. That's all it is, is just show up. Right. And, and consistency is what will win this race. That's, that's all it takes is consistency, showing up and putting some like those blinders on. I like literally would, <laughs> when I was feeling distracted by other people's judgment or comments or my own fear and my own ego, I would literally be like, blinders on. Okay. Vision is ahead. This is where I'm going. And this is why it's important to really start writing, like write that kind of stuff out and like have like, what do you want out of your life? Yeah. Don't just wing it your entire way because doing that, it doesn't help. If you have like a clear path of like, this is where I want to go. Like I had a vision in my mind that I wanted to go and has it worked out a hundred percent to what that vision that I wrote down two years ago was? Absolutely not. It's completely changed up, but it's cultivated me a lot of the things that were on that list. And it blows my mind every day that I'm here every freaking day. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I wanted to touch on too with that. And just because I'm thinking about who the listeners right now, like if you are in a space where you're like, okay, that's all great. And, and you guys are set up online, but I want to get online and I don't know what the heck to do. And I am worried about my, I am, I am worried about judgment. I am worried about what my family's going to say. I'm worried about my friends. Just know that like, yes, like I said, jokingly, other people's opinions don't pay our bills and you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Like we all aren't attracted to the same types of people and that is totally normal and okay. And it's almost better to weed out the people that don't like you. They don't like what you're doing. Perfect. You're not my person. 
So I'm going to keep showing up because at the end of the day, like getting on video, for example, at the end of the day, there is someone out there waiting to hear what you have to say in your voice, your tone of voice, the way you deliver it, the words that you say, your exact message, and they are waiting for you. So by you holding yourself back from starting that business or taking that course, learning that skill set, asking someone for help because you're too afraid, you are literally doing a disservice to that person out there that right now, because I got started in the online space because someone put an ad on Facebook. If they didn't put that ad on Facebook, I wouldn't, well, technically my fiance wouldn't have seen it. And we, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here. Like I wouldn't be in this space. I wouldn't have met both of you who I have an incredible friendship with. I would have none of the opportunities that I have. I wouldn't be set up right now where I can actually make a full-time income from home. And I don't have to worry about some pandemic pandemic that has shut down businesses all over the world. Yeah. I would not be in this space. So almost like I, when I, cause I still get scared to go on video. Like I'm a business and confidence coach and I still, I'm a human. <laughs> I'm not a robot. I still get, if I don't do a live video for a while, I, my hand starts shaking. I start sweating. I start like stumbling on my words. It's we're normal. Like, or, or we're, we're human. Sorry. I'm not normal at all, <laughs> but I'm, <laughs> I'm a human and it's that consistency. But I talked, I, I have conversations with myself and I just go like, there is someone out there that needs to hear this message. Like they need, they're waiting for you to start that business. You might not know them. You don't know who they are. You don't know what they look like, but they're waiting for you. And you are doing a disservice to them by holding yourself back. So it's time to like take yourself out of the equation. It's not even about you. It's for the people that you can show up and serve. Yes. And I think that's a really great point is that it's not about me. My business is not about me. And it was the second that I learned that <laughs> when I started making sales, when I started bringing in clients. Isn't that funny? Hey, how that shift just like, yeah. And in the beginning of my business, it was about money. hundred percent. I was like, oh yeah, sweet. And I got pulled in because a girlfriend of mine shared on her IG stories that she was working with this company. She was making all this money. She was paying off credit cards. She was doing really well for herself. And I was like, damn, like, what is she doing? At the time I was involved with an MLM. Uh, um, uh, I was a health coach. Sorry, stumbled my words. Um, I was a health coach at the time. I was working for an MLM company, um, but I wanted more right? I wanted more and I wanted to be able to do less. And what I quickly learned was that staying in that mindset was getting me nowhere. And I got stuck in a hamster wheel for a year. And, you know, I, I kept trying to put stuff out that was about me, right? Like I would, I would put things out the way that I wanted them to look, the way that I wanted them to sound. I would pick colors. I would pick fonts that I was in love with, which yes, in part is important because that helps me attract the people that I, that are like me, which are the people that I want to work with. But at the same time, when you learn market research and you start to understand what your client really wants to see, what, what font attracts my client, what colors attract my people, what branding, what um, phrases, what catch, catch words, you know, what keywords really catch my client's attention. When I switched that, that thought process from me to them, everything else started to fall into place and become way less effort for me because I wasn't stuck sitting there going, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do. You know what? Ask your audience. Guessing. Like you go from guessing to just like, like, I think like people think that this, like, like I said, people think that they're just born lucky or that they just have this skill set, whatever. No, like 
we all, all three of us dived into the online space, online space and had no freaking idea what we were doing. And we were throwing spaghetti at the wall, hoping and praying to God that it would stick. Yeah. And it did not. No. <laughs> Lost a lot of spaghetti, let me tell you. <laughs> and it, it wasn't until we had those shifts. So like reminding yourself too, that it, it is not like just like linear. It's like, it is a roller coaster. Like it is yeah. up and down and you'll have peaks and lows just like anything. And, and that can be related to nine to fives too. People have this fear of the online space, but nine to fives, man, I remember going and learning to be a healthcare aide that had highs and lows. Let me tell you, there was so many things that I had to remember and remembering people's pills and like, you know, their routines and each individual's person's dislikes and likes. And that for me was a learning curve. There was a learning curve there, but I showed up every single day. Um, and, and the same is the online space. There is no different from a nine to five and an online space. It's just a completely different career, but it is the exact same model. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't just know how to be a dental assistant. There was a lot of stuff I had to learn. I had to go through a complete year of schooling and then I got thrown to the wolves literally on like my first practicum and that was it. It was, it was learn as you go. And that is what the online space is. You learn as you go, you become resourceful. You learn how to find the answers you're looking for. And if you can't find the answer, then you pretty much find someone else who you might think has the answer. And if they don't have the answer, they can probably point, point you in the right direction. What I love the most about the online space, and I've said this before, is it's sort of like our own new aged way of horse trading. You know, like we all barter, we trade skills. Um, I teach Alex like certain health and nutrition stuff. She's like, totally setting up my Pinterest and my YouTube account. Like this is what we do. <laughs> and it's a beautiful thing. There's no currency exchange, which is awesome. We just trade our skills. And not only that, like you build like the relationship and you learn new things through other people too. And it's just like, it's been such a beautiful experience. And like us three have become so close and like, that's something that I'll treasure forever. Like that in itself is like worth it to me. And I think people are like, like, like Ashley, I came into it cause I wanted to make bank too. Like I needed bills and I had diapers to buy and all the things. And what I came out realizing was like, money doesn't fucking matter. Like it's not the end all be all. And if I put the focus on just the money alone, it's good to have a focus on money. I'm like an abundant, I love being abundance focused, but abundance isn't just money. You guys, no. it's relationships. It's communication. It's the kind of um, people that you're attracting into your life. It's the experiences that you're having. It's the new skill sets that you're learning. So like that all contributes to the amount of money that you make. And if you limit your abundance to just money, you will be extremely unhappy. Extremely. And, and broke. Oh yeah. 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 So it's, it's something that you, you really have to make that shift in like that abundance. Abundance is not just money. It's, it's a encompass of everything. Yeah. And that, yeah. and that shift in mindset doesn't happen overnight either. And I think we can all attest to that. Yeah, yeah um, totally. I definitely started for money as well. And I wanted out of corporate and I had just like, I went on stress leave. Like I was depressed. I was, when I went, when I met my fiance and I was still working um, at a financial institution, I was coping with very bad drugs and alcohol. Like I was in a really bad place, but on the outside, it was like, Oh, she's climbing the corporate ladder. Like she's doing okay. Mm -hmm. But it all just became too much. And I was not good at, I hadn't developed the skill. I shouldn't say not good, but I hadn't developed the skill of delegating, um, as a supervisor manager, manager role and asking for help. And those were skills that I've actually developed over the last three years. Um, and 
lost my lost where I was going there, but um, <laughs> I started for money as well. But what I ended up getting out of it was relationships, friendships, so much growth within myself that I had no idea I actually needed. So it's funny, like the, the decisions that we make in life change the trajectory of your path. And oftentimes there's a master plan kind of at works that you might not even realize that yes, I, I, I'm great. I don't believe in regrets. I don't believe that anything is coincidence. I think everything happens for a reason, the good, the bad, the ugly. I've had some really dark, dark times and I'm grateful for all of them because they brought me here with you guys right now today. So I, I, I understand if you're like, how can you be grateful for everything? There's really messed up stuff in the world, but I, that's my beliefs. Yeah. And, and then I started for money. Yes. But what I got out of it was priceless. I cannot put a dollar amount on the growth and the, like my fiance and I probably wouldn't be together. I wouldn't have the life that I have. I wouldn't have a, uh, got a dog. I wouldn't be getting married. Like I would not have the friendships that I have. I wouldn't, I am a different person. I have grown so, so much. I was holding on to a, a very, just, it was a very, very dark side of me that I had to let go of. And now I've grown. I would have never grown or gone through all the personal development, made the, had the relationships that I have. If I didn't just say yes to an opportunity of, of starting an online business, literally that one decision changed yeah. my entire life Yeah, and believing in myself and surrounding myself with people that do believe in you. Cause that is huge. Your environment is huge, yeah. not just the physical environment, but the relationships that you're surrounding yourself. If you have people around you that are like, you want to, you want to take your business online. It's not going to work. I mean, people might be singing a different tune now, yeah. but you're going to have those haters in your life. You need to connect with people that are like-minded, have a vision. There's Facebook groups. There's Ashley, like this podcast, even listening to a podcast that inspires you, you need to connect with people that inspire you because there are going to be times when you're starting something new that the people around you or your own beliefs about yourself are going to want to rip you down and yep. take you backwards. Yep. So, um, yeah, I'm super grateful. Like one decision can change your entire life. Well, and like the connections that all of us have made, you know, like uh, something just as simple as, you know, Lance Ezios posted, you know, I want to pop on as many podcasts as I can. Alex was friends with Lance. She tagged me in it. Two weeks later, I'm interviewing one of the top 10 podcasts in North America. Like, I was like scared out of my freaking mind. Yeah. <laughs> so intimidated. But at the same time, all I could see was opportunity. Yes. Like, the, that's that shift in mindset, right? The amount of doors, like, push my fucking fear aside and, like, let's do this. Like, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited because Lance has interviewed people like Grant and Elena Cardone and Dean. What's Dean's last name? Uh, Grazioski. Oh, or... Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I think I said that wrong, but yeah. Blank there for a second. But, like, those and, like, the people that he's interviewed are people that I follow on social media, people that I look up to and to be able to like Lance even said on, on our podcast, like, you know, people pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to sit in a room with these people and pick their brains. And if you have something like a podcast where you can reach out to them and say, Hey, I'd really love to interview you. You now get to pick their brain and learn from them for free for an hour. And then you get to share that knowledge with other people. It is the coolest and most 
fulfilling thing in the world to just know that your voice is out there. And so what? Only 20 people might listen to this episode. You know what? That's 20 more people that didn't listen to this episode yesterday. Well, and they say something, I've read some, a post that was just out and it was like, you think 20 people isn't a lot. Think of 20 people in a room. That's a yeah. lot of people, guys. And yeah. those people talking to people. Angie Lee put that up, I think, where yeah. she said, where she said, oh, you only sold to like 20 people. That's a classroom. Oh, you had 300 people show up for a Zoom. That's an auditorium. Oh, you had, you know, like, it's it is, crazy when you put it's it. The, that ripple effect though. Like if you can even have one true fan and you touch one person, only one person hears your message and they tell someone, Hey, I was listening to Ashley's podcast and she said something and it triggered something for me. And I totally changed my life, totally changed my habits. They tell a friend, they tell a friend, they tell a friend you're coming from a place of providing value and providing a ripple effect in the globally in the entire world versus how can I get the most sales? How can I fill my pocket the most? You just, just serve one person and just think about them serving, serving, serving. Mm -hmm. Well, to touch on that, I think something that like, especially with what's happening right now, the power of connection, you guys is absolutely unreal. It's mind blowing. And this is something that I've known for a really long time is that like, what has been missing in the world and why we have things like addiction and, you know, depression and, um, a lot of the really negative things that are happening on our planet is because we have this resistance as a human race to the one thing that we need. Like it's a fundamental need in a human species to connect with other people. Yeah connection and to form a bond. And it's something that we've resisted for so long. And now we're just being forced into it. Now, although there is this shift of like, okay, we cannot like the social distancing and all of that jazz. It's, it's forcing us to connect in a different way. So it's instead of, you know, going to the clubs and doing this like very like autopilot kind of connection, it's forcing us to really face some stuff. And it's forcing us to not only connect with within, but to have like calling your, your grandparents up, calling your best friend up and actually having a conversation that's based around something that's like not superficial. Like it's, it goes on a deeper level. And the conversations I've had lately have been intense and they've been amazing. And they have broke down walls and barriers that have been there since like, if, if this never would have happened, like, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm glad COVID happened. I'm not saying that, but that being said, if I can look at the silver lining, I have had some like conversations that never would have had happened if this wouldn't have been in, in place. So the connection there, you guys, it, it is what we need to take us from this plane of existence to like a a way higher existence. And that's, what's going to save us from, from everything is that connection and realizing how important that is. It can make you money. It can make you happiness. It can make you brand spanking new friends who are going to be like lifelong diehards. Like, and, um, it's just a really cool process. Like, be shifting and watching the world shift into this realization that like one online businesses aren't scammy. <laughs> and I know Alex said, no, I'm not going to tell you, I told you. So I'm going to say, I told you so. <laughs> like we have been, and it's not because we wanted to like, we want, we knew that this could change lives. So yes, let's change lives now. Let's. Absolutely. Let's- yeah. And like living with no regrets. Like I believe that everybody is on their own journey. So if you in the past, cause I was someone that my fiance was the, was, was the person that saw something online and he was like, Hey, let's do this. I'm the one that said no. So I get it. I, I was, I was so used to corporate like stuff online. I helped people that were scammed online. I had to help them through the process of identity theft and 
okay, there isn't some prince in India that is going to send, like, you're not married to him. I'm sorry, sweetie. Like we go through this every week. I literally had clients like that and that I helped them through. So I was like online bad, no, get away. So I totally understand that perspective of, wow, I have to like, let go of my whole belief system, but you were on your own journey. I was on my own journey. I wasn't meant to get into the online space then because perhaps I wasn't ready to go through the personal development at that time. So everything happens for a reason in your life and you're, we're all on our own journey. So if you are, were in a space where you were like, Ashley, yeah, you told me about that online thing you were doing before, but I didn't believe you. And maybe now I want to ask you about it or whatever it is, whoever it's okay. Like it's okay that you doubted it. And now you're having second thoughts because we are all on our own journeys and maybe it wasn't the right time for you then. So I, cause I don't want anybody to be like, wow, I really regret it. I really shit the bucket. And I like didn't get an online skill. We're all on our own journeys and maybe it actually wasn't the right time for you then. Well, so embrace that. It didn't happen before. Like it doesn't mean it can't happen. Like there is no, like age is not something that should hold you back. The timing, like nothing. Like they're literally there. Like there's no better time to start than now. So 100%. don't and, like, I think a lot of people could get in their head about that too. And like, oh, well I didn't start then. So there's no point in starting now. Hell no. Like yeah. uh, there's so many different skill sets other than like building an online business that I want to dive into. Like I am 28, which I actually just realized that I was, I was 28. I thought I was older than that. So I gained it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I'm 28 and I have a knee injury. Um, there's a lot of different things. I, you know, I, I'm very busy with my job and with my kids and stuff. I want to learn how to dance so freaking bad. You guys, like, I want to like, pop the hips. I want to do all the things. And, and there are a lot of like a, a part of me is like, okay, well, like, yeah, maybe now is not the time to like dive into something like this. Hell no. Yeah. Don't let those kind of thoughts hold you back from living the kind of life that you desire for yourself. Even if it's just fun, like, will I be a professional dancer one day? Like, well, maybe, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Future uh, dance videos. But that being said, like, I'm still going to find some enjoyment from that. And I'm going to learn something new about myself. Yeah. And I'm going to allow myself to enter a space that I've wanted to for a while. Yeah. So don't let hold you back. Don't let ego hold you back. Don't let that fear or that like, oh, well, I didn't start back then. So I shouldn't start now. Like yeah. you can learn anything at any time. Anything. And like to just pivot that thought a little bit um, with my own story and how, you know, I started out as a health and fitness coach, um, but I was in that cookie cutter following the MLM plan copy and pasting, messaging hundreds upon hundreds of people, um, just to get them into the programs that the company was supplying, which was great and all, but a lot of people have a hard time making that initial investment in anything, whether you're investing in a new business, whether you're investing in your health, people have a hard time pulling out the credit card sometimes, which is why it's so important, like you were saying, to have that connection with people because you have to build that know, like, and trust. People buy people, not products. So it was funny because in my journey, I was so product-based and like sell, 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 make the sale. Like that was my, that was my goal. It was all about like, I've just invested thousands of dollars into two separate companies. I need to make that money back. And in doing that and having that, that mindset and ignoring my personal development, because at a point in my career, I just thought that that was all a bunch of bullshit. Um, I did more damage to myself, but it was all part of my process of learning and having to repivot my own 
my own path and realize like, okay, whoa, like let's just take a look back at the things that I really enjoy. And what was cool is that I never stopped my health journey. I never stopped working out. I never stopped exercising. I never stopped teaching other women and trying to get them to understand like how beneficial it is to move your body and move your energy daily. And in doing that in keeping up with that skill set for two solid years, I then realized like, well, duh, there's my business opportunity. Well, and I think people like use like, and this is just coming from personal experience. People will use like products and services and other like MLMs and like drugs sell, like that's amazing stuff. Like that's yeah. where I'm going to but I used it as a safety net because yeah. I was so scared of the power of me. Yeah. Like we are such powerful, incredible beings who have these unique skill sets. And I think it scares the shit out of us sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we're too scared to step into that power. And so we have the safety net of like, well, I'll just sell someone else's stuff because like, I'm unsure of my own, my own yeah. self. Yeah. That's okay. I was there. God, I, I, like I said, I, I was terrified when I started all of this and I, had no idea that I would be where I am today, um, like owning it like a boss. And, and it just took that, it took me entering a space of like having the safety net and then gaining a little bit more confidence and feeling a little bit better and having those wins and like shuffling into this new space where I'm like, I'm my own boss. I have my, I sell my own stuff, my own products and my own services. And, and, and it fits and aligns with me a lot better than other people's products do. And it's just a really cool experience to go through that from like shifting from like, okay, well I trust other people's stuff to like, I trust myself. Yeah, totally. And we, I overcomplicated the shit out of my business, right? Like I thought I had to have all these fancy programs and all these fancy platforms. I thought I had to pay all this money. I thought I had to have this huge ad budget, yada, 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 which was super funny because now that I'm starting my own coaching business, I haven't spent any money on this specific business of mine. And I'm making more money now than I did when I dropped 12 grand on another company. Yeah. So for those of you that are like, well, I don't have the money to invest in a company. I don't know where to start. You guys, I got resourceful. I freaking have things like free MailChimp, free set more where I can book all my, do all my bookings and my calendars and all of that stuff. I have a sauna so that I can plan out everything. There are so many tools out there that you don't have to pay for. And I have not spent a dollar on ads in a year, not a dollar. All of my marketing has been organic. All of it's been built on no like, and trust. I've just built relationships with people. I, Follow people that mean something to me. I go through my followers list all the time and get rid of people that I'm like, you, we don't even speak the same language. I just did this not long ago, a couple months ago, and they blocked me off Instagram and I was like, totally worth it. I don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> I created a new account because of like, fuck Instagram. And I created a new account. I'm back on my old account now. But honestly, that was probably one of the best things I ever did for myself because like following people who was just like, it's either going to bring you up or bring you down. And majority of the people were bringing me down and yeah. not because they weren't amazing people, but it was just because I was like in my head and I had ego experience. Right. Yeah. So I, and I, I, as soon as I deleted all of that distraction and put those blinders back on and was like focused and, and focused on connection and like building, like, you know, that like, no one trust, like actually Ashley speaks about all of a sudden things change. Things yep. You make certain shifts. And if you have less people that you follow or less people that are following you, 
you are more able to nourish those people and you have to nourish your clients. You have to nourish your leads. You, that's how you build that know, like, and trust is by nourishing them. And it's part of the process and it's part of the learning curve. This is a curve and you have to learn it. Um, it, it takes time. It's taken us three girls, three, two to three years to get to where we are. This did not happen overnight. There was struggle. There were <laughs> like, honestly, in the grand scheme of things, like that's nothing. It's nothing. And actually something that Lance Ezio said in the podcast, I, I interviewed him in, he's like, if you're not willing to do this for minimum five years, don't do it. Yeah. Right. Put in the time. Yeah. And I want, I just want to, I just want to rewind just a little bit too, because you touched on something and you had a skill that you were sitting on. I know. So you didn't even think to monetize it. And that's what I really want to highlight too for the listeners is if you're like, okay, yeah, like I know I keep bouncing back to this, but if you're like, okay, I want to start a business, but like, I don't know what it's going to be. What am I going to teach people or what product am I going to make? Am I going to make an ebook? Am I going to make a course? Am I going to join someone else's business? Like we all latched on to other businesses without realizing the skills that we actually have that we could actually monetize. In my sense, I am monetizing my organization and my detailedness and I'm getting paid to be a nitpicky person, which, which I love because yeah. I've been sitting on that thinking that that's a negative asset of mine and it uses, and, and how I was using it was I'm a perfectionist to the point where I'm not getting things done because I'm too nitpicky where now I can hone into that skill set and actually use it in a different form. And it's a positive, it's a skill set that's writing me a check every two weeks. Yeah. And then Ashley, you're sitting on this skill set of teaching people about health and nutrition and mindset that now you have a business and it was just your life. Like that's, you were just living your life and yeah. wow, I can actually monetize that. So I really wanted to like highlight that too, because you, you made a good point there where the listeners might have a skill set and they don't even realize that they can monetize it. Yeah. You might have something right now that you are doing every single day. There's courses out there for anything and everything. You can literally create a course. There is a niche for anything. And just like you guys were touching on market research, figure out your skill sets, figure out what, you, what you're good at, figure out what, like write it all down and then go out in the marketplace. And, and by marketplace, I mean online, on your social platforms, ask people, hey, do you want to learn about this? Is this something like do the market research and see if there's a market for it. And you'd be surprised the things that you can monetize, the skills that you may already have and that you can develop and, and get to a higher level. Yeah. yeah. I was just talking to these ladies about there's a girl out there. I can't remember if it's for cats or hamsters. I feel like it probably is for cats, but there's a girl out there who is knitting sweaters for them and she's making a killing, like a million, over a million dollars in revenue a year. So then, however weird your skill set is, like, don't just be like, oh, that I can't make money. You can literally make money off of anything. Like, you can yeah. make money pictures okay like <laughs> that's literally the power of the internet you guys you have access to every single person that has the internet that's what you have to think your marketplace isn't your friends and your family no. it's not your small home your small hometown or your circle it's literally global anybody that has the internet that is on facebook or instagram or whatever platforms you use that's your marketplace it's huge <laughs> yeah well and even further into that when you start to think like well, I don't want my friends or family to know, right? And it's like, but what does it matter? If you're doing something that you love, that you're passionate about, you know, wouldn't you rather, 
be able to say to your friends and family, at least I tried. At least I got off the couch and I did something different. Did it work out? Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. But for like us, for example, you know, we started here at point A. Well, it didn't really work. So we tried something else. So we tried something else. We tried something else. And what's funny, like with my stories, I ended up looping right back around to the very beginning and creating my own programs. So it's, it's funny because it is a learning process. I can't say this enough. It is a process and you will get there. Do you need fancy systems? No. Do you need to drop thousands of dollars? Absolutely not. You have these free platforms at your fingertips where all you need to do is share your story. And I know you hear that all the time, like, and you see it all the time, like, oh my God, she's talking about whatever again. Okay, you might not enjoy that, but her other 14,000 followers, they do. And they're all potential clients, right? So keep that in mind. Like if there is something that you want to dive into, reach out, ask someone. If there's a girl that's popping up into your feed all the time and you're like, wow, she's got a lot going on. She's making good money. She seems really happy. She's a mom. She's got two, three kids. She's married. She's living the life is what it looks like. You better believe that that girl has hustled her ass off for probably two or three years before you even saw her. So don't think that she just popped out of nowhere with rainbows and butterflies shooting out of her ass because guess what? That's not how it happened. And we can all speak from experience on this one, I think. <laughs> what was that? It's more like loads of laundry and <laughs> lots of wine. And <laughs> and yeah. <again> <laughs> Oh, I love it. So what would be one thing that you guys would say to someone who, you know, is coming up with all of the excuses? I don't have the money to invest. I'm not very techie. I don't want my friends and family to know. Uh, I don't even know what to sell. I don't know where to start. I would love to get in on this, you know, whatever, but they want $500 or they want $230 a month or, you know, what would you say to those people? Ready, set, go. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, which one? <laughs> uh, I would, I would say it's definitely, I mean, I'm really big on personal development, but I think what can happen is we get stuck in the personal development wheel and we're like, okay, I'm journaling. My, my morning practice is three hours and I feel great, but you still want to make income. You still want to be showing up. You still want to get out there and actually be producing, moving the needle forward. So I think like asking questions, like you said, get resourceful. Yes. Personal development is huge because like we all said, you are going to have those days where you are second guessing yourself and thinking that maybe this isn't for me. I want to give up. I want to throw in the towel. Maybe you don't have support at home and you're getting, you're trying to do this thing. And someone is literally in your ear telling you, you can't do it. You're going to need to lean on your personal development. So I think finding a group of people like Finding someone that has the success you're looking to create, whether it's Ashley, Alex, me, someone, anybody out there, get in their circle, get in their space, surround yourself with them and their environment and what they're doing. Because once you start surrounding yourself with those people, you're going to embody that being of that circle that you're with. If you're surrounding yourself, like you're, oh, I'm on the computer and I'm, I'm really, I'm working hard at this, but then you're going and hanging out with the people at the bar who are 
full of gossip and negativity and just drinking all the time or whatever, whatever the negative situation is, you got to be aware of that and remove yourself from the situation because whether it's a group of six successful people or six people who are hating their life, you're going to become that seventh person with whatever that is. So that was a few things, but maybe (laughs) you definitely want to lean on personal development. So I used to think it was hippy dippy, hocus pocus, whatever weird stuff. It's, it's scientific facts that our brains support our beliefs. So if you're constantly telling yourself that you're stupid, you're never going to be successful. You will pick out things in your environment, put yourself in situations where you know you're not going to be successful. You won't, you never will be because you're telling yourself that. So change that narrative, um, personal development, asking for help, ask someone, find someone that has the success you're looking to create. If you want to do it on your own, that's just for lack of a better word, it's stupid. Like just find someone that's already done it and ask them for help. Successful people will most likely have some resource or something and they want to share it because they're coming from a place of serving and providing value. They may even get on a call with you or something like that. So ask for the help, surround yourself with the, the people that have the success you're looking to create, or at least a positive like-minded mindset and lean on that personal development, explore it, explore some personal development. Yeah. Okay. Alex, what would you say? Definitely detach from outcome. I think it's really easy to like, be like, so outcome focused that then it's like, when we don't hit the outcome the first time, second time, or the 50th time, all of a sudden we're like, we're failures. So detach from the outcome. The outcome is great, but it's only like this teeny, teeny, tiny little part of the the process. And, and really what to focus on is enjoying the journey to it. Like really be present in each moment even the frustration, you guys, the frustration is a lesson for you too. And you can, you, I honestly, some of the best lessons I've learned are have been moments of, you know, being mad and pulling my hair out. Like those are the moments when I find the strength and that how, how resilient I really am. So the outcome, like I, you know, I mean, I, I'll never really hit the outcome cause I'm always going to continue to strive for new things. But right now, if I were to go backtrack two years ago, I guess I would have hit, I would have hit my, my the outcome that I desired. That being said, honestly, it's not like shooting the rainbows and the, the fireworks are going off. Like I'm excited about it and I'm really stoked on it, but you know where, where the fireworks happen? We're in those gritty moments where I was like, wow, I want to quit here, but I'm not going to because I am worthy of what I want. And it's those moments coming out on the other side of those really, really hard moments and standing up and being like, wow, I did that. So detach from the outcome and really, really dive into the journey because man, it is a beautiful ride. Yeah. I love it. Um, me, I would say swallow your pride and hire a coach. Yeah. Get get a freaking coach because he or she is two, three, four, five, ten 10 steps ahead of you, but you, they damn well started where you are right now. And they dug through the trenches and they put in the work and they put in the effort and they cried and they sweat and they bled until they got to where they are. So if you're someone who's sitting there going, I would love to do something online. I just have no freaking idea where to start. I don't even know what my skills are. I don't know what my goals are. I don't know what the outcome is I'm looking for. Get a coach. That would be my number one thing to say. My second thing to say is, Personal development looks different for everyone. So, you know, I, I read, do I read like a book a week? No. 
Um, I have kids and that's just doesn't happen. Um, <laughs> as much as I would love to be able to polish off a book a week, it's just not, that's not who I am. There are other things that I would rather do. What I do work on all the time is my language and how I speak to myself, how I speak to my kids, how I phrase certain sentences. You know, I, I really try to be aware of the way that I position myself in an opportunity and how I look at all of the other avenues that that opportunity can take me to, right? But if you sit there and you tell yourself like, I can't do it, um, this is too hard, you are immediately setting yourself up for failure. So for me, personal development is language and really concentrating on that. You know, reading when I can, meditating when I can, moving my energy, moving my body, um, and connection having yeah. those connections. It's all very important pieces of the puzzle that are going to get you to where you want to go. And it looks different for everyone. You know, you hear all the time, especially with us newbies, we have all done this and I know we have all done this. What's your morning routine look like? What do you do? What's your secret sauce? What pill are you taking in the morning? That's getting you to do all these things and get all these results just because Susan down the street reads the magic every single day and does those gratitude practices and that works for her does not necessarily mean it's going to work for you. So you need to be able to tap into who you are as a person before you can even figure out what your routine is. What do you like to do? What works for you? And apply those magical little things like your language and the reading and the writing and the skills. Apply those to what works for you. Yeah. I love that you touched on that too. Cause the magic exactly like that's where I started. Cause kind of we started in similar spaces and what's recommended to get into like an entry point for the law of attraction and gratitude and adopting some sort of morning routine it is the magic. And I would say, okay, I got to read the magic for this 28 consecutive days, write down my 10 things I'm grateful for, do whatever the daily practice is. Yes, that's an amazing book. And that really did open up the avenue to law of attraction and gratitude practices and being aware of my thoughts 100%. But I wasn't doing it for the right reasons. And I was just thinking, well, well, Bob did it and he's a millionaire. So I'm going to do this and I'm going to sit and write out my 10 things I'm grateful for. But as my day went on, I was getting in arguments with my spouse. I was talking to myself poorly. I was looking in the mirror with hate in my eyes because I didn't like the person that was in the mirror. I was complaining all the time. I was gossiping. So just because I was having this this hour long morning routine where I wrote down 10 things I was grateful for, I wasn't actually embodying it and becoming that person all throughout my day. And like you said, Ashley, with language, once I started to hone in on the language that I was using and the fact that I was always complaining, I was always whining about something always. And I'm sure my fiance can attest to that. I was always complaining about something. And that is so negative because that is the absolute opposite of being grateful when I'm complaining for everything that I have versus being grateful for it. So for me, it doesn't, yes, I've done the magic here and there. I'll come back to it. I, sometimes I open the book up to random practices. Sometimes I use practices from there if a certain situation is going on. And I know the book so well now uh, over three years doing it so many times, but I don't do it every 28 days or even a consecutive 28 days because it doesn't work for me. I may just say three things I'm grateful for. I may do a gratitude practice that's only 60 seconds long. And it's what I 
and I know that I embody gratitude. I embody abundance. I know that I'm at that space now, but I had to work through other people's suggested morning routines or gratitude practices to actually find something that worked for me because I was doing one thing, but being something else. And I wasn't seeing success. I wasn't seeing my bank account rise. I wasn't happy. I wasn't providing value. I wasn't coming from a place of serving because I was just doing the things as if it was a chore versus actually embodying it. Like, wow, I just want to look up at the trees and just breathe in. And I just want to feel gratitude. Like sometimes I'll just do that. And I might look weird, but I love that feeling. Not, okay, I better sit down and write down these 10 things because X, Y, Z person told me to do it. And that's how I'm going to be successful. So I love that you brought that up because it does look different for everybody. And I thought when I wasn't doing that, I was doing it wrong, but I was just not doing what worked for me the best. Yep. And that's another thing too, right? There is no right or wrong way. There's effective and ineffective and what works for you might not work for me, right? Like there are certain things in my routine that I, you know, some days I journal, some days I don't. Some days I don't feel like sitting down and and writing out a page in my journal, but then, you know, if there's an event that's like, you know, it's the only thing that I'm thinking about all day long and it's driving me nuts. And I'm like, Oh, like why? Rather than me sitting there and being like in my victim mindset, feeling crappy all day, then I will sit down, I will grab my journal and I will write it out and I will write out how I'm feeling. And then I will see that at a, in a new light. I will have a new percep- perception about that situation. And then I can move on from that. But I did not start out this way, did not start out this way, right? Like I had to work to get to that point and understand what works for me. And just like you, Alex, you know, if I didn't do my daily practice, all of a sudden I was like, oh, and I'd get down on myself and I'd be like, now I got to start over. Or, you know, I'd feel really crappy about the fact that I, I didn't get my practice in when in, when in reality, you know, everything is, everything works different from, for everybody. So if you are someone who, you know, thinks that it's hippy dippy or whatever, like Alex said, there is scientific evidence that this stuff works. You just got to find what works for you. Anyways, guys, I think that was awesome. Um, I think, you know, for anyone out there who wants to start a business right now, there are definitely some key elements that are beneficial to all of those people. Um, now's the time though. Now's the time more than anything to get off your butt and do the damn thing. Right? <laughs> right. Yep. Love that you got that line in there. <laughs> got to get that line in there. Right? <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Ashley. This has been such an awesome conversation. I love you ladies as it is off recording. Um, and I'm just so happy that we could show up in this space and serve your listeners. Cause this was awesome. Yeah. I definitely think that, uh, the three of us need to get together again and do this more often. You know, I have the whole podcast thing and it's going and we should just do it. (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, Get out there and do the damn thing. Whether you think that it's good for you or not, just do it. Just try it. You don't know unless you actually put your feet down on the ground and start running. So, you know, if if this is the time where you're like, I don't know if I really want to do it. You know what? Just get out there and do the damn thing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot, and I'll see you next week. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Do The Damn Thing Radio. If you found some inspiration to get off your butt and do the damn thing, make sure to leave me a review, leave those five stars, and hey, make sure to share this on your Instagram stories and tag me in it, at ashleyc.enrichedlife. See you next week.